Hello everyone. I am Vikrant Chaudhary, host of this podcast. I am a Fleming. I am a student from Fleming College, Winter 2021 batch, pursuing project management course. This is the third podcast of my podcast series. In this podcast, we are going to see what is the importance of creativity in the project management, how it can be implemented in the project management, details about resources management, uh, how we can create effective project team, and many more. Guest speaker will tell why he believes creativity is important aspect in the project management and through his practice uh, practical experience he will tell about how the companies are dependent on other project management consulting firms to make effective decisions today we have jacob cancellary as our guest speaker he will give brief information about him hello jacob hello everyone awesome so, uh Thanks, Vikrant. I, uh, I, uh, I've been in project management for 17 years, and I've been taking uh, some creativity training for about uh, three years now, and I'm applying it in the work I do in and outside of the college. So I'm excited to share that with you. Mm-hmm. So let's begin our podcast. So what is the importance of creativity? Yeah, so... I uh, I took I started taking creativity um, through training to improve our our um, our curriculum and our delivery of seminars at the college. Uh, it was a really great training program that uh, that Fleming College set up, and I was shocked with with why creativity was important. Um, the my first response to creativity was. It sort of identified for me, uh, creativity training, it identified for me where maybe I, I accidentally limit myself to being creative. So not that I'm not creative or I don't understand how to be creative, but I didn't realize I was preventing myself from being creative. So the, the training that we took was really creativity of critical thinking and problem solving. And that's a lot of the ways that creativity training is provided. So if you if you look it up and you look for some courses out there, um, it's usually through uh, you know creative thinking, critical thinking, and problem solving. And I was was surprised that creativity was important to my personal life, how I parent, um, my relationships. Um, to how I teach as a professor and to how I, I lead projects as a project manager. So creativity can can really help in all aspects of your life, personally and professionally, by helping you understand where maybe you're putting yourself in a place where you're not creative, or you're practicing behaviors that make you not creative. So creativity is really important for a whole bunch of aspects of your life, especially project management. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you implement creativity in the project management? Yes, so if you if you learn how to become creative yourself, the skill sets you're using are really applicable to leading others. So if you're a manager or of people or a project manager of a team, um, the the skill sets you're going to learn are going to help that team be more creative. Um, creativity uh, skill sets also help you. Uh, run better meetings. Like instead of wasting an hour, you can use some creativity approaches 
and have your meeting done in 30 minutes or 15 minutes. You can um, use the creativity tools and methodologies to uh, have better participation in your team. So what I mean by that is if you have some, some introverted people who don't like to speak up um, and you have some extroverted people who take over the whole room, creativity can help kind of balance that out. So there's approaches built into the creativity tools to, to kind of level out personalities and make everyone participate equally. So that, that really helps. And if you can, as a project manager, if you can create um, an environment where it's open and people are creative, your project's gonna run better. And you're gonna have less pressure on you because the delivery of the work is going to be improved. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of specific ways you could use creativity that uh, I highly suggest you research. You can look up different creativity tools for team building, for running an effective meeting, or if you wanna become certified in creativity, there's creative problem solving programs out there that I, I really recommend. As you know, uh, some people are not born with that much high level of creativity. Is it possible for them to develop certain level of creativity which can help them in the project management course? Yeah, you know, creativity is really a, a muscle or a skill set you can grow. So at the beginning of most classes I've taught, I've maybe taught 300 or so people outside of the college concepts of creativity. Actually, no, it's probably more around 400 or 500 now. And then I've had quite a few semesters of students that I've, I've taught creativity to. I always ask at the beginning of my class, do you feel creative? And only about maybe 10 to 20% of people put their hands up. So generally, you know, in my experience so far, people don't really feel creative because they associate creativity with um, coming up with good ideas. I'm creative if I come up with good ideas. And creativity is so much more broad than that. So, you know, by the end of the training, I want people to realize that they have creative skill sets that may differ from coming up with good ideas, but they're certainly a huge part of creativity. And so this, you know, taking this training, like I didn't feel I was a very creative person uh, taking the training. I think I was a good project manager focused on execution and delivery and how to get things done fast, but, but not in a creative way and not with the most engagement from my team uh, as I possibly could get. So, uh, you know, creativity is a skill set I've grown in the last two years. And I think anyone who takes this training would say the same thing. You can grow your creativity skills. Uh, why you chose to do the creativity course? So uh, the, the way I, you know, choosing to do creativity, the way it was told to me was, you know, we're going to take this training and as professors, we're going to have more interactive curriculum and more interactive classes. And and instead of just putting slides up on the on the projector and talking to them, we're going to get our students involved and be more interactive. And I'm all for that. I think the more we all learn from each other and uh, and and participate in the curriculum instead of just reading it or listening to it, I think it's a better experience for everyone. Um, for you as our clients and for, for me as a professor to enjoy the job I do in working with you. So uh, I was excited to, to choose creativity for that so that we could give students uh, at Fleming a, a better experience and, and, um, and, and a 
better uh, knowledge base of, of project management by being more creative. That's why I chose it. Why I would recommend people do it today is it's such a good extension of um, of some of the, the training you may already have taken as a manager throughout your career. So um, yeah, that's why I originally chose it. Why do you think creativity should be connected with the project management? Yeah, so th- this I'm learning more and more all the time. But I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the most obvious answer to me, but I'm learning more ways all the time. So I think it should be connected with project management because if you don't know about how to create a creative environment or how to think in a creative way, if you don't know that, then chances are you're pushing that same framework onto your project team. So if you're someone who has bad behaviors that create um, an environment that's not creative, then you're kind of bringing that same thing to the table with your entire project. I think if you practice bad creativity behaviors, your team's going to be practicing them as well. So I think it's important that uh, as a project manager, you 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 investigate this knowledge base. It's it's really good. In order to improve project manager skills, we need to learn project management relationship. Every project is made up of people and people are diverse and unpredictable beings. The fascinating study of people, how they interact and what makes them tick is that at the heart of the project management. So, what is the personal interest in the resource management? What is your personal interest in the resource management side? Why are you passionate about it? Yeah, so I I started my career in project management rolling out a resource management system. So that resource management system is essentially um you know, is essentially a, a software that allows us to plan who's going to work on which project. And and if we if we get that right, if we if we put the right people on the right project, we solve all kinds of problems. So we get people on work that they're motivated to do. We make sure our projects are staffed with enough resources. So the area of resource management is really important to projects because some projects may have a ton of money in the budget. You may have an extra million dollars. But if you don't have the right skill sets, some skill sets you just can't go out and get. They're they're, you know, I worked for a medical device company where people had two different PhDs. They were a a a, a biologist and a chemist, a biochemist, or they'd have a physics PhD and a chemistry PhD. And those people would then learn this technology and so it would take them like after high school like 12 to 15 years to be able to do that job that that we had. you can't just buy that you have to train that over time so you know resource management when it comes to people it's really important and if you get it right you create a work environment on the project that people like and you create a, an environment where people want to stay working there and they want to be employed and they're excited for the next project so you know resource management is a huge aspect of project management In fact, in my consulting work I do, some organizations actually have a project management office and a resource management office. 
So you could be a project manager or you could be the resource manager that helps staff projects. So this is a really important topic. And, um, and you know, as you move into your project management careers, you have to be very, very focused on your resource management and your, your building of your team. As you have mentioned in your bio that you support and help project management offices to grow. What kind of problem is usually faced by project management offices? Yeah, uh, I like this question uh, a lot. So, so, you know, one of the key problems, uh, I'll, I'll go through a few, but one of the, the, the top problems we see um, as our firm goes around helping organizations improve project management, one of the biggest problems is taking on too much work taking on too many projects. Uh, you know, organizations struggle to prioritize which projects are the most important and how can we staff them effectively? What happens is someone comes up with a good project idea and they prepare a business case and that business case shows value. So they just go ahead and start the project, but they might not have the resources available yet. So then that project, if it's not staffed correctly, it continues to sort of limp on without really achieving any of its deliverables. So the main issue is companies take on too many projects. So they need to work on their intake. They need to work on project selection, prioritization and capacity planning. So here's the projects we feel are the most valuable. Can we staff them? And once they answer that question, there's going to be some projects that you have to say no. And so for some project management offices, it's really hard to say, no, we can't do this right now. And, it, and, and the answer should be, okay, but we really need that project. So the answer from the PMO should be, okay, what do you want us to stop? So when we work with a lot of project management offices, we help them with that skill set is how to prioritize your projects and where to say no, that you can't take on any more work. Some other issues uh, in project management offices usually are, uh, you know, getting data clean and transparent. So how do we get all of the information of project status, schedules, financials, resources, um, risks and issues? How do we get change requests? How do we get all that information in one location in a standard format? So that's typically achieved with software. Um, in most cases, a, a good enterprise uh, project management software system. And then we we're able to access consistent data for all projects in one place. So those those two items are the big issues that that I typically work with day in and day out with my clients. So one of the major issues student face is to select a team or the team members for his team. So how can we create an effective project team in a project management? Yeah, so th this is different in each organization. I mean, you know, a, a lot of times project managers don't really get to select the resources on their project, but what they need to do is they need to articulate the skill sets required for their project. and. Uh, this is this is working with your other management team, your peers. So if you're in, if you're in a, a balanced matrix organization where there's, you know, a software development department and an electrical engineering, mechanical engineering department, you have those different departments and you need a few resources from each. You have to work with those managers to articulate what is the scope of the project 
so they can help you plan out who's the best fit for that project. Um, when you when you have an effective project, when you have a team built, you have to do a lot of team building. You have to do like some good activities to get people to know each other and trust each other. Um, if you have a really long running project, so your team's going to work together for let's say over a year, a year and a half, it might be good to do like some personality um, assessments, like a Myers Briggs or a creativity assessment. And those are team building activities that tell you what are people's personality traits and how are we going to work together. So you might find someone has a specific trait that's very different from someone else. And so you work out at the beginning of the project, how can these people work together? How can we create a good collaborative environment? So, you know, it, once you have a team, you have to help build that team. And um, going through the stages of, of storming, norming, performing, I'm probably missing one, forming, storming, norming, performing. Um, it's really important to respect each phase and, and take the time to make sure your team is healthy. As on work, you need to resolve issues of many organizations at the same time. How you manage to engage difficult stakeholders? Ooh, yeah, uh, you, you don't hide from them. That's the first key. You, if you know you're going to have a difficult stakeholder, you, you do have to push through. You have to confront what their challenges are and you have to, sometimes you have to push back um, if they're being un, unrealistic, um, but you do have to work, you have to, you have to lean into difficult stakeholders and work through it. Um, as project managers, this is probably one of the more challenging things to do, right? We're, we're working with maybe someone who is higher up in the organization with us. Um, they, they may not be a supporter of your project. Uh, they may be very challenging. And so you do have to work to try to, to come to a common ground with that stakeholder. Now, if you cannot repair this, this relationship you have with the stakeholder or you're having a challenge, you can sometimes work with their peers. So if you're having a, a vice president who's just really not being realistic, perhaps you can get them into a room with the other vice presidents and they can see maybe how to come to a, an even playing field together. Um, and if that's not working and you're really failing and, it, and it, you just can't get through with that stakeholder, sometimes you have to escalate and you have to go to that stakeholder's boss and sort of mediate the issue. But the one thing you can't do, don't hide from it. You have to confront it and set expectations up front and, and work through the issue. If one of your important team member fails to appear for the project due to the health issue and he or she can't continue the project further, how do you manage to complete the project? Yeah, and this this is a sad reality that uh, that you're going to run into. Um, you know, we want to care. I care about all the people I work with, and you you want to create a caring, nurturing environment on your project um, where where people respect each other. And you never know what's going on with someone, right? You don't know when someone comes to work, if they had a loss in the family the previous day, or they've just been diagnosed with an illness. You always need to be aware that you're working with people and you need to take care of those people. And when you lose a person on your team, the first thing you should do is work with your team to determine how you can, how you can handle things going forward as a team. 
And a lot of times this brings a team together. And and sometimes you can get the work done uh, without that team member just because everyone wants to step up and help. Um, and and if you if you can't, well, that's when you go back to your staffing and you try to resolve the issue. Uh, but always be respectful and supportive if someone uh, you know has a health issue because this is uh, can be a scary thing for them and and for your team. Uh, so you know you have to be very careful with with personal issues like that. Managing differently different projects simultaneously is a difficult task. Have you managed to handle all this project effectively? Yeah, you have to stay really organized. Uh, I'm a big fan. So when I work at, on multiple projects at the same time, I use um, uh, Kanban boards or a Kanban board. I use a, a, a board where each column is a client and I literally put sticky notes in my office on the board for that client. Things to do, things are, that things are complete. Um, you have to stay extremely organized as a project manager across multiple projects. I would say, you know, if you're working across more than two or three projects, you're going to do some stuff wrong. You know, when you've split your time sort of across three projects as a PM, things are going to fail. It's just, it's a lot to handle. So, you know, try to, to not get assigned kind of more than three projects. They'd have to be very tiny projects to take on more than three. Um, but if you if you do get multiple projects, you have to be a very, very organized person uh, or, or you'll become overwhelmed very quickly. How do you connect your creativity knowledge with the project management, managing the project? Yeah, so the, the, the key part of creativity knowledge I bring to my team is I stop trying to decide on the solutions. So I thought, you know, especially when I became a, a, a when I started working for a consulting firm supporting other companies, I thought my value was having the right answer all the time. And I realized that with creativity, I'm way more valuable if I facilitate the team to get the right answer. Because if we come up with the answer all together, we're all gonna support it. And we're all gonna back it up and make it successful. So um, being a project manager who just thinks they're right all the time and tell everyone what to do, it's not good. Uh, but if you use creativity skills and you build a, a, an environment where people all get to participate equally, that is how I apply creativity. And that's the kind of project manager I think you wanna be. What do you hope that our listeners will take away from this podcast? Yeah, so a few things. I, I hope you go out and get some creativity training. I mean, even if it's before you get your first job, it is one of the most important skill sets that's looked at during the interview process. You know, um, how can you how can you articulate to that company during your interview or, or on your resume that you are creative? Um, getting formal creativity training, that'll help. <laughs> So I hope that you, you go and do some research and, and look at the creativity knowledge base uh, or creative problem solving. Uh, I think it's really good stuff. I also hope that you, you uh, realize there's a lot of different positions in project management. So, you know, we, we can be project managers. We can work in a project management office. We can support tools in that office or a process, or we can we can become a resource manager, uh, a resource management specialist. 
So there's a lot of cool stuff around project management also, um, you know, sort of cousins to project management uh, instead of just being a project manager. So there's there's a lot of cool opportunities out there. And uh, and I and I hope that um, that you you're interested in continuing down this path of project management after you graduate from our program, because uh, it's a great career. And I feel uh, you you can work in a lot of different areas with these skill sets and you'll find it quite rewarding as well. Thank you, Jacob, for your valuable time. You have showed us a different way of of, uh, performing the project management techniques and this will be really helpful for us and those who are hearing this podcast. Do you have any other advice for the project management students? Yeah. look for entry positions as a project coordinator um you know that's that's the that's the way in that's the way to get um that's the way to get your starting position um you know always continue to learn continue to go get more training if it's a uh you know once you get your pmp um get get some lean lean training some creativity training some uh some agile training uh, you know, always keep learning as a project manager because, uh, you know, you can always apply those new skills to run your projects better and better. The information you have provided will be really helpful for the students who are hearing this podcast. So thank you so much for again for your valuable time and this will be very helpful for us. So here we end our podcast. Thank you so much, guys.